Welcome to the Con Pod, a Star Trek convention podcast, a proud member of the Trek Geeks Podcast Network. Here is your host, Ron Robel. Hello, and welcome to the Con Pod, a Star Trek convention podcast, part of the Trek Geeks Podcast Network. My name is Ron, and I'll be your host today. This episode was recorded on Thursday, July 14th, 2022. As of recording, we are 42 days away from the 56-year mission in Las Vegas, Nevada. The convention looks to be a lot of fun, and I'm already experiencing FOMO from not being able to attend this year. With 130 guests lined up, this is going to be a fun-filled four-day event. The host, Creation Entertainment, have already shared that there will not be discounted tickets available at the convention, and they've warned the captain's chair tickets are likely going to sell out. As of my last count, there are about a dozen captain's chair seats left, um, so I'd suggest buying those tickets very soon. But as we start to adjust to conventions in the new post-pandemic world, it looks like there's going to be a lot of new folks attending the convention this year, which is always exciting. Uh, today's episode, we're going to focus on the first-time convention experience while traveling solo. To join us today are two of the most outgoing Trekkies I know. Our first guest is co-host of the Shore Leave podcast and a fellow admin for the Star Trek Convention Experiences Facebook group, Jesse Akendo. Jesse, thank you for joining us. My pleasure. I'm happy to be here. I look forward to talking. Awesome. Our second guest could be called the Convention Cosplay Queen. It might be frequently seen hanging around Connor Trenier's booth in the vendor's room. Liz Garman Davies. Liz, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm I'm very excited. I'm I've joined I've joined the generation. I'm an old lady. This is so cool. <laughs> we are all young at these conventions. I'm in my late 30s, and I know when I go to these conventions, I feel like I'm at like 19 or 20 years old again. I don't sleep. I have nothing but energy. But oh, to well, us, I, I I love having energy, and I'm no, yeah. I'm retired. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I built start it things all off. up. I built it all up through the year, and then use it all at a convention, and then I have to wait another year to get all the energy back. But right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, to get things started off, I'd like to hear about both of your convention backgrounds. Um, so, like, when was your last convention? What was your first convention, and what keeps you coming back? Uh, so, Jesse, we'll start with you. Sure. My first convention was actually uh, Star Trek Las Vegas. Uh, maybe seven years ago, I want to say 2012, 2013-ish, uh, around there. Um, uh, I had, I had turned, so I turned 40 that year. So that's easy to tell then. So then it's a long time ago. We won't go into it, but <laughs> turned 40, <laughs> never been to a convention. Um, I had just missed out on the Star Trek experience that I always wanted to get to, um, I was a late bloomer into my career. So I was finally getting to a place where I had some disposable income. Um, and since I missed the, uh, the experience, I saw and looked at the STLV, um, purchased myself the captain's chair, and that was my birthday present to myself. And so that was my first convention. It was very overwhelming at first. Uh, uh, but honestly, I also found the uh, Facebook group, which didn't make it quite scary. It wasn't as bad because I knew some people from online, but it was still a bit overwhelming. So, you know, um, I had a, the first day was horrible because I didn't know anybody. And then by the second day, I started meeting people and that kind of sold me on it, if you will. So that was my favorite, uh, 
favorite thing about the convention is I finally found my people. Um, the last convention is the Star Trek The Cruise that just sailed uh, earlier this year. And I've been going on that. This would be, that was Cruise 5, but I've been on 6 because they did one back to back. And uh, it, it's very uh, family reunion-ish. And so I thoroughly enjoy it over the years. I love going to these, not so much for the guests, but more for the family and stuff. I don't have a lot of that here locally. So, so that's pretty much uh, my story in a nutshell, Ron. <laughs> that is great. So when you hop on the plane and you're heading to Vegas, are you hopping on the plane, leaving, coming solo to the convention? Yes. Yes. I need everybody there. <laughs> awesome. And Liz, let's hear your convention story. What was your first convention? What was your last one? And what keeps you coming back? Well, actually, four years ago this week, um, I did a bucket list item with a couple of friends, which was um, the Supercon, and it was in Fort Lauderdale. And it was all sorts of different things, but I had the pleasure of having pictures with Mr. Shatner and with, and he was very nice to us, by the way. We asked him to play Shatner with us. He says, what's that? And I said, you know. And we, act, we all acted crazy, and he sat there, and he says, oh, that's what you mean. And he made the photographer take another picture, who... <laughs> was very upset because you know that's a hundred dollar picture and he did it again and he told us we look beautiful and I reminded him of a commercial he did in Princeton the promise commercial and he almost fell on the floor and we also met Miss McFadden and Miss Visitor and had a great time talking to them I was dressed as I was dressed as Beverly Crusher I was lucky enough to meet the Delta the Delta fleet there which has a Florida and a Texas branch and that started my new career for four years. And I am now an old lady cosplayer. And I um, it, it is fantastic. So I've been to several small conventions, but um, of course, rotten old COVID came along, but I t had the nerve and I went to STLV for the first time last year. And I was so impressed. And Ron, with your advice and with fabulous advice from people from Facebook groups that I'm in, I did the, um, the the copper tickets, and I was, you know, assured of being able to go to big, big venues and big events, um, and know that I have a seat. That's what I loved about creation, and I totally enjoyed myself. Um, and I did mainly book. I booked a lot of photos. And then realized that they did the table photos as well as autographs. So I did a lot of those too. Um, I was very nervous last year at STLV. Uh, so I, I was a nurse, so I'm very comfortable wearing a mask. But it does always match my outfit <laughs> and matches my cosplay. And um, I got all takeout and I spent a lot of time eating by myself but everybody was so friendly i yes i also was solo um i'm obviously way too talkative and i'm very sociable but i need me time too and everybody from every facebook group except for poor jesse who uh, i didn't get a chance to meet i met everybody and it was like coming home um some of the people i'm still in touch with went on the I also was lucky enough to go on the cruise and that was also a bucket list item 
And that was truly amazing. And again, I didn't take full advantage because some stuff that had been happening at home, I needed a rest and I needed to read a book. And I treated myself to one of those cabins overlooking the promenade. So I, I could hear the Klingons every night and I could see everybody going by and I made it. Um, I didn't even make most of the panels, but I made really good friends. And again, people I literally met on the ship. One woman in particular whose husband wasn't into the social stuff. So she and I would, we went to the rave together and um, we, we would meet every night in, in our, in our cosplay. So um, I have to tell you, I see people complaining about SPLV and creation, but my, I actually just went to Megacon in Orlando with the Delta fleet and it was terrible. They do not care about their, their patients. See, I used to be a nurse, their customers, <laughs> they over, overcharge and they over, over book. People waited four hours for pictures with Nathan Fillion, with the Hobbit. I mean, I wouldn't do that. We were the only fan group that didn't charge to take pictures with us. I mean, it was disgusting. Even the 401st charge. But um, it was, I was so disgusted that I've now taken San Diego and New York off my bucket list. I'm going to stick to Star Trek. And the cruise isn't in my budget next year because I'm a new grandma. And Uh STLV wasn't really in my budget this year until my son reminded me that it is on the way to Denver and guess what? Yes, I'm going. <laughs> I'm packed, by the way. I'm packed. I, I just finished um my tiger tail that is for a, a little cosplay group that we're gonna do. It's gonna be really cute. We're doing shore leaves and we've got all the characters. Awesome. From the original series. No, that's perfect. How oh, many how many do, do I have, have planned for the whole week? Yeah. Um I've got um uh, five. I'm doing, wow. yeah, I'm doing preppy Trekkie, which is a combination of my normal Lily Pulitzer and Star Trek. I am doing IDIC, Baby Yoda and Spock. Wait till you see that one. I am doing my Romulan, which I, I, I initiated. The only thing I hated about that is I don't do weapons, but don't worry, I'll have Romulan ale. Gatorade. And um, I am doing the messed up um, original series Red Shirt. <laughs> and I'm going to be a tiger in our group that's doing Shorely's. That is awesome. I love it. <laughs> and Jesse, just since we're on the topic, do you do any cosplay? But no, I don't have any <laughs> cosplays planned. Um, so uh, Vegas is the first time I did a cosplay, and I actually had professional help. I did some, like, did like a uh, um, an Orion one year, and then I did the blue guy. I forgot the name. <laughs> That's how much stuff that I have. Uh, but uh, and then some stuff that I've gotten along the way. Um, I have since I started conventioning gone up and down in sizes, so I've a lot of costumes I don't fit into anymore because they're too big. So I've given those away. So. Um, I just haven't decided what I'm going to do yet, but, um, usually I do one big cosplay, even though people know I'm like friendly and talk a lot, like me getting dressed up, people know that's an adventure for me. I don't do it often. So when I do it, it's a, it's big. And so, 
I haven't thought about it yet, but something will surely pop up. So that actually leads me into my first question. So Jesse, you've kind of given yourself the title of, of friendship ambassador. Um, and I know that the Star Trek convention experiences admins, everyone except myself will be there um, and they're gonna be hosting a newbie event. So tell me about that for people that are coming solo and how that might work. Sure, so, so that came out of um, my first year, like when I got there and I was just, I was ready to leave after the first day just so I didn't know what was going on and how it worked. And um, the following year, I, um, I started, I was in an admin and then I asked the, the team, like, do you think people would want like a newbies thing, right? And so um, uh, I started that just because I know how people, I knew how it felt to come and be alone. So um, we had decent turnout the first year and year over year, it's gone out, it's gone pretty big. Um, and uh, it, it's just an opportunity for new people to come in and meet other new people. Um, but we don't discriminate. So by the end of the night, like it's everybody kind of shows up knowing that they are going to meet new people. And so there are what we've called ambassadors. So they'll come in and seek out the new people just to start the conversations. And, and just recently, uh, even though we're not at the Rio this year, but uh, when we were at the Rio, uh, we turned that into, okay, join us at the I bar, which is the big bar in the middle. And then as people felt comfortable, we would like direct them to the masquerade, which was where everybody else was. So <laughs> it's, it's become a staple. I don't know. I can't make it this year to that, but uh, it's in good hands this year. I love it. And Liz, did you make it to that event or any other of the fan events that happened throughout the STLV? <laughs> well, the funniest thing is, I was really, really tired. So I, I made it to, um, I made it for about half an hour. And I kind of, I, I was still, as I said, very nervous about being around people and not, not Star Trek people, but everybody was amazing. But I mean, you're just standing in line to have a picture and, and, and you, you become lifelong friends. I mean, uh -huh. everybody is just so open. And if you, I am obviously not shy, but I had plenty of me time. And I had, if I wanted time with other people, I did. Um, I, as I said, I stayed in the hotel the whole time. I didn't take advantage of some of the parties that I was invited to by people I had met online, um, just simply because I was nervous. I'm, I still am a little nervous about being in large groups of people right now, but you know, at least I knew that people in the hotel who were Trekkies were were actually vaccinated, blah, blah, blah. Let's, I'm, I'm not going to be political. Don't worry about that. But um, I found that, I mean, this year I'm definitely going to do more things. And um, I'm actually going to take more advantage of not going to just the panels. Um, uh, I, I want to, I've never made it to one of Dr. North's panels, and I'm also going to be supporting Sally Kellen because they do incredible stuff about um, how to costume, and I've actually participated on, on their site, so, um, on Facebook. So, my plan is I'm not going to stay in the room and eat my dinner in my room this year. <laughs> It's that's funny too, if anyone, if anyone that's listening isn't a member of the Star Trek Convention Experiences Facebook group, um, we have a thread in there with, with fan organized events that was posted three days ago 
Um, and already there's 14 comments and maybe a half dozen events listed. Um, one of the biggest events that's coming up, I'll take a moment and just kind of plug it, um, is the big Fan Geeks Party, um, which is co-hosted by Bill and Dan from the Trek Geeks, our, our podcast hosts, um, and uh, Fansets, the amazing company that does those pins. Um, so that event is happening. They're going to have a ton of giveaways. They'll have Trek trivia. Um, it's being held Friday night at Tommy Rocker Rockers. Tickets are required, and it is currently sold out. But I have two tickets to give away um, to one lucky winner. So if anyone's interested in those, um, just tweet at TrekConPod with what you're most looking forward to at this convention, and a random winner will be announced at our next episode. Um, and then if you can't make it to the convention, Trek Geeks has... or uh, Fansets has some incredible products. You can use promo code TrekGeeks for 10% off. Um, but that event is a lot of fun. Uh, there's the newbies event. There's just, it's easy to over schedule and, and kind of get inundated, especially with panels and events. And do you guys find yourself scheduling everything, having a big spreadsheet like I do with where you're going? Or do you just kind of wing it once you get there? I know. Uh, so for me, I do not have a spreadsheet. Um, my my podcast partner Marina is the spreadsheet queen, and so um, I may throughout the week ask her, "Hey, what's going on?" Because she'll know. Uh, but uh, I did at first, Ron. It was like I wanted to see everything, and there were conflicts, or it was like miles apart from one end of the convention center or the other. And I decided a while back that I would um, kind of focus on the panels in the main main room there when we were there um, and uh, go to the smaller ones uh, as I found them interesting. I also have a couple of friends who run panels, so I definitely sit in those. Um, but it's just, uh, um, uh, if I try to plan it, I won't have fun. And so I like to be spontaneous. I have to be like professional and organized and have all my stuff together at work. So when I'm at the con, I'm totally not. Uh, a friend of mine has said, there's a con, Jesse, and then there's a work, Jesse. <laughs> so <laughs> it's definitely true because uh, I, uh, uh, at work, everything's kind of settled and I know how it goes. But at that convention, once I get off the plane, I am in turn everything off mode and just do what comes uh, in front of me, right? So, um, I, uh, one of the things that I would recommend to newbies is to, um, as you meet people, continue to meet other people. I did at one point just stick to all the same people. And when I made the conscious decision to, especially after we started the newbies event, to kind of mix up who I'm hanging with, um, that kind of made it uh, even more exciting because I had, it was almost like a, uh, uh, I'm just not that friendly outside of Trek conventions. So, so it was nice to, to come home and have all these friend requests and have pictures of me that I didn't take. And so um, it, it's, it's fun, but I, I, I just can't plan it. I, you know, props to planners because I know that works. And I know us non-planners will go to the planners and say, hey, what do you have? Because you have a schedule and we don't. Uh, but for me, I, I just, uh, if I plan it, I don't tend to have as much fun. And then I'm worried more about where should I be instead of, am I having fun? If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. No, I, I have my, I'm kind of a good mix between you and Marina. I tend to keep my spreadsheets and have everything scheduled, 
but I don't make it to half of what I've scheduled because <laughs> things just <laughs> pop up and there's so much to see and do. How about you, Liz? Are you more of a planner or are you more of a go with the flow? I am a total planner. <laughs> I, I'm your basic non-practicing Jewish mom. Um, I literally, last year I did have to plan because I had, I had booked like nine photos. So that did interfere with, with everything. As I think when we, when we met, um, I, I told you. And I was lucky enough to have really amazing copper seats. So that was only in a few rows. So I really concentrated on being at the panels. But as I said, this year I'm doing general admission because yes, I am going to see my grandson in Denver on, on the way home. And um, I decided I decided to do general because as I said, I want to take more advantage of just socializing. And, um, you know, I, I, I know we haven't brought this up yet, but I, I, <laughs> This is really embarrassing because you guys are big, big people, but you know me. I always say when I'm thinking, there's no filter. <laughs> the Rio was fine, but considering it was COVID and it was out of the way, it was a little limiting. I, I like the idea of being at Valley's and being on the strip. If I want to go anywhere, <laughs> I probably won't. I'll just, you know, get food front even in Paris and Valley's and, and, um, and I, I did manage to see the production show as well last year in the Rio. And I'll see a production show this year. I haven't decided yet. Probably Jabberwocky. And um, I'm just going to go with the flow this year. The, and I'll, I'll plan. The only thing I have to really plan is when Kellen does their panel to make sure that I'm there for them. And that I make sure I get to a Dr. Noor panel, but anything else I'm totally open to. So I guess I'm half and half now. I love that. And I think, you know, you mentioned um, general seating versus the copper seating, something they did at Admission Chicago before every panel, they would say, look to the person to your left or to your right and just introduce yourself to someone new. Um, with the copper seats, with those assigned seats, you might have the same folks, but general admission, you get a chance to meet so many more people. And these conventions, you know, everybody has Star Trek in common. So it's so easy to start with even, you know, who's your favorite character? What's your favorite series? Um, very easy to meet people like that. Um, but I know you're both very active online um, in the Facebook groups and the online community. Um, and you both mentioned that you met people at the conventions, but tell me about your experience through the different Facebook groups and meeting people online. Do you find that easier to kind of get to the convention already know people have you made any great connections through online uh, jesse we'll start with you it, so um uh, it's changed over time so uh i definitely when the first time i went knowing people ahead of time helped me out and um there's other conventions and stuff i've done where i've done the same thing kind of look to see if there was an online presence so i can at least get to know uh, who's going to be there on um, uh, the side effect though of like setting up a newbies thing and being one of the admins is that I get a lot more of people who know me than <laughs> I know. <them. laughs> so yep. you, you spend the day with, are you Jesse from Facebook? And, uh, and that's, that's kind of the way the conversations start. 
I absolutely love it. I'm, I'm not complaining about it. Uh, but, but like I, the only bad part is I'm horrible at names and Facebook pictures to names even worse. So, um, uh, I just, uh, I love that, um, uh, I can just have people say hi to me and then I am not having to like trying to hunt down people. I do, um, online say, Hey, we should meet up and then we'll set up a meet before we show up. Because like I said, sometimes I don't know who they are by picture. Um, and, and I do that a little bit, um, depending on every year, there's always someone new who I had met and I, um, you know, kind of, we meet up just to get them the basics. So that's kind of, uh, it's just changed. Uh, uh, it's changed, but you know, very happy for people who recognize me. I just feel bad. I can't tell who they are, but I, I, I don't think I've gone to a convention since my first one where not at least a couple of people have asked who I was or if, if cause I look familiar. So that's kind of, it's kind of the way I just play it by ear on like I do normally. <laughs> Love that. And Liz, how about you? Have you had much success? I, I think you and I talked for, had you been planning to go to the convention in 2020? Because I feel like you and I talked for well over a year before the convention actually happened. Exactly. Yeah, I, I was booked for, for I mean, I, I ended up changing mine. I mean, I, I ended up whatever, you know, I was booked for 2020. And then um, obviously we, we got a chance to meet up. At, we knew where the other one was. And, but as I said, I was the one who was antisocial last year. I was like, mm, I, I don't know if I want to be with all these people and whatever, whatever. but um, particularly the cruise, it's like, Jesse, I mean, you didn't know me and I'm, trust me, I forget everybody's name, but it was so nice to walk into breakfast one morning and there was, there was Marina and Olga and, and other people. And we just sat down and, and ate. And that's kind of how I run with it. Um, it's like, because I, just to, to preface, because of all the COVID rubbish, um, my, my, I'm lucky enough that we celebrated my mother's 90th birthday last week and I have been very protective, but here I was a stinking nurse. <laughs> okay. And what are my friends here? They're nurses and doctors. So we weren't even seeing each other and we're still in the habit of not seeing each other because we want to protect my 90 year old mother and a daughter who's immunocompromised as well. I mean, the only time I see my daughter is when I'm dropping my dog off when I'm on my way to the airport, but cause she lives an hour from me, but it, it was, it's what I loved is that because of being in, I'm, I'm in Quark's happy hour and, and I met all the Vegas people while I was there. And I, as I said, but more the, the cruise people we intended on getting together we never found each other it was very strange one of the girls in my own delta fleet we didn't see each other till till like two days before the end we just kept missing each other but it again it didn't matter because everybody's so friendly um including the 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 the, the big stars i mean i was waiting for takeout one night getting my foe sorry excuse me and you know when somebody like walks really close to you and you feel like they're in your space and I looked down and it was Mr. Koenig and I was like oh hi how are you and, and it was like wow this is really exciting I said listen I apologize 
I'm I'm not getting a picture with you this time because I'm I'm I've booked to take a picture with you on the cruise. And he looks at me and he says, "Oh, I'm going on a cruise, aren't I?" And, and his daughter was with him and she says, "He says, when are we going on the cruise?" And and uh, I said, we're, "We're going in February." Oh, good. Well, good. We'll have a picture together then. I mean, so everything was just fun. I you just heard that cough. Yes, I'm a delinquent, <laughs> and I do smoke cigarettes. And you meet the coolest people in the smoking section, which also happens to me on the cruise. And uh, one of the actors, but he wasn't smoking cigarettes, but I won't tell you who it was. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to go offline to talk about that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still in touch with the whole smoking crew from the cruise. I mean, you know, people that you see that are very busy on the cruise. As I said, it's not in my budget next year because it's my 50th high school reunion, which I'm in charge of. So if I'm going to New Jersey, I've got to have a few days in New York as well. And well, the cruise is maybe probably in two years again, the cruise is probably the best of all of those. You just can't compare anything to the cruise, but it's very expensive. And people, I hear people complain about Las Vegas and valleys, but when you live in Florida, and you're from New Jersey, the hotel prices aren't that bad to me. Yeah. Even as a solo traveler, I, I do travel. I have a couple of friends where the three musketeers, they're just, they're just not Trekkies, they're <laughs> outlanders. And we actually did the Scottish outlander tour with them. <laughs> but I did that with them and I always go on cruises. And I have my Dancing with the Stars group as well, that we did Dancing with the Stars cruises. And but this is all about me. It's like you said, Jesse, you, you are able to like unwind. I'm, I'm a selfish. I'm selfish. I do what I want when I want to. And I socialize <laughs> when I want to. So there that you go. So, so if you important. are like me and you're friendly, you're going to have a great time. If, you are, <laughs> if you're like me and you want to do what you want to do when you want to do it because you're solo, you're going to have a great time. <laughs> I think that's the key to it's you know everybody that goes solo it's an opportunity to be a little selfish and i i'm the very same way i've had non-trek friends that want to tag along you're going to vegas well i'll split the room with you no you will not i am focusing 100 on star trek this week that is all i care about um but jesse you've been on the cruise as well how does the the solo experience compare on the cruise versus vegas for you so the the good thing about the cruise, so the first year the cruise was announced, it was at Star Trek Las Vegas. And I signed up right there um, along with other people. Um, so I'm, uh, to be honest, when I got on the cruise the first time, it was like a mini STLV reunion because there were like a good number of people that we just knew each other from Star Trek Las Vegas. Um, and uh, so it was almost my first cruise was really fun and really good because I already knew people. The only thing I had to really figure out is where to go on the ship because uh, I don't have a sense of direction that that works. <laughs> but uh, um, and so I it, it's funny because I do technically go solo, but I never end up solo. So um, it, it's uh, when I even think about it, I'm like, I guess I'm going solo because I'm you know, going to have to meet people there, but you're never really alone on any of these things. And that's, that's kind of what I like about them. 
of that. So as we start to wrap up, we're almost to that 30 minute point. Um, let me ask you both, what is one piece of advice that you can give to somebody who this might be their very first convention, they're going solo and they're just worried about being alone the whole week? Uh, Liz, let's start with you. Number one, you're not gonna be alone. That's it. If you want to be alone, you can be. But just say hi. And everybody, whatever you're doing, just say hi. And it's true. Uh, you know, the hardest thing is if you want to be alone, you may not get a chance to be. There you go. Love it. And Jesse? Um, the one thing is to, um, uh, if you're listening to this, you have time to meet people online and, and check out like the Star Trek convention uh, experiences group. Um, it really is helpful to go at least knowing a little bit of what's going on. Um, the, uh, the Vegas convention is at a different location, but there is um, uh, a link on, on, the convent on our Facebook page um, that kind of has a Trek 101. Uh, we did that a few years ago uh, and it's kind of tips and tricks and what to know. And so my, my biggest advice is if you can uh, investigate a little bit early the area, um, you know, check up on the group and look through the files there. What's, you know, there's a lot of newbie stuff there so that you're not as overwhelmed when you show up. Um, I think that's, that's the best thing you can do for yourself. Absolutely. I'd second that. I think if my piece of advice would be do some research. Um, you know, the Facebook group, like you said, is a great source. Podcasts are great. Not to tout our own horn here, but we love the ConPod. Um, Shore Leave does a fantastic job. Um, and it's the nice thing with Shore Leave is you guys have such a big backlog of episodes too that you can go in and it's really easy to listen to those and get psyched up for um, upcoming events. Uh, we had Jeff Walker from the Jeff Does Vegas podcast on the show a few episodes ago um, and another great podcast just to get yourself excited about visiting Vegas, which is such a fabulous city. Um, but it is hard to believe we are so close to this convention, 42 days away. Um, and we've got a few more episodes coming. Um, our next episode is going to be a dive into autograph collecting at conventions. Uh, we'll be joined by Michael Gates, the admin of the Star Trek Autograph Universe Facebook group. So before we leave, I have to ask you both, do you have an autograph that you're just so proud of having? Or is there somebody at the top of your list that you're just dying to get an autograph from? Liz? Well, I'm actually a photo person. I, I don't do autographs, but the coolest autograph I ever got was from Mr. Frakes, who my son looks like when he cosplays him. And he 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 actually um, autographed a photo of my son and said, I am not your father. So <laughs> that was my best autograph. <laughs> Incredible. My son's more into Star Wars. I, but I, I, I mean, he's a, he loves Trek, but but that was the coolest. Picture-wise, I I think my most precious picture is is probably Nichelle Nichols. But um, my current Facebook photo is the first time I've ever done a non-solo photo. Is is. Oh my! <laughs> so I, 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 I haven't actually signed up for pictures this time. I'm going to do all autograph at the table pictures. Yeah. So that's that's me. Love that. And Jesse, how about you? Any autographs that you're particularly proud of or dying to get? 
Um, I so I, I I am more of a photo person myself as well, but I did um, uh, so at Star Trek Las Vegas. Uh, just a little background: um, you can get a picture with a person, um, and then you kind of wait for that picture to be printed. Or, um, and then you can get an autograph, obviously, but you can't really get the picture you took ready to have autographed because it never really syncs up over the years. So um, my first year I went, my favorite captain was Janeway and I did a photo op with uh, Kate Mulgrew. And I think there was like, she either didn't come or wasn't there when I was there the second year. So the third year, um, I carried that photograph around and then I got her autograph on it. And, and that, I got to say, like, that's the mo that's a, the longest it's taken me to get anything done. So it, I was uh, just ecstatic when she signed it, um, because it really, uh, I loved her so much as a Captain Janeway. Um, and uh, it, 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 I just didn't know how giddy I would be once I got it done. So so that's my favorite. Um, I've done other autographs on and off, but that's that's the one that rings true. <laughs> I love that. Well, again, thank you both for joining. Um, if people want to chat and become friends before the convention, what's the best way for them to find you on social media? Uh, Jesse, let's start with you. Oh, for me, I'm at uh, Outrageous Okendo on, on social media, which is O-U-T-R-A-J-E-S-O-K-E-N-D-O, -E or that's too long. So you can probably just find me on the Star Trek Convention Experiences group or my Facebook is usually good. And then I definitely interact if you interact with me. Awesome. And lastly, I'd like to thank the very talented five-year mission for the intro music you heard at the start of this podcast. Uh, we got to hear them as the house band at Mission Chicago, and you can purchase their albums at fiveyearmission.net. Until next time, thank you very much.